Agora vai estar aqui. Está de boa no. There's a part of me trying to hold on to something, there's no what to hold on to. I just had three liters of beer, three different glasses of beer with Hassan Ali. Where this guy is a good conversationalist. He knows a he knows a lot. It's a lot of a lot of random information about people, about policy, about uh, politics, all that good stuff. Studied with him in Jordan for a year before I quit chemical engineering and came here. And met with him for a beer now. I just enjoy the guy. He's a bit chubby. <laughs> Gonna base off a character. Basic character off of him in the book, Henry Graham. Henry Graham. Don't listen to what he says, don't take what he says too seriously. Hassan has a lot of opinions about almost everything. He'll always have a story to say, which is nice. He has a good heart, but uh, his ego still in play. I told him that this first care if you listen to this. I have eight minutes to walk home. I walk this road often, especially when I come back from martial arts. I walk eight minutes, usually stop at a bus. I take a train, usually I finish work, I take a bus, two stops, I take a train, two stops, I get to MMA, I fight an hour and a half. And I go home. Going home. How does that work? Wind. <laughs> I don't know how much this is affecting noise quality. Now I'm running. Now I'm running. Now I'm running. <sighs> After I'm done with the MMA class, one stop in the same line of a train that I take to to the MMA class from work. I continue on that same line. I take one more stop. I get out. I get into a bus. Somehow always happens to be... I might as well record a call, like a, an episode right after class. Yeah, the bus somehow opens, always happens to be in sync with the train, so that like even if I wait for the train for six minutes, I never wait more than five minutes for the bus. So it seems like they're after I get out of the train, get to the bus, and it's like a 20-minute bus ride. 
and I get to where I got here, and then I walk eight minutes. I get to send voice notes, I get to listen to voice notes from people, my brother, my dad, and then I get home. And then I disconnect. We had a home office day today. I had to work from home, and I didn't like that a lot because I was home. When I'm home, I like to relax. So I took it somewhat like a vacation, but it wasn't a vacation. I had to work, and I had nothing to do, so what the fuck. It was a really weird day today, honestly. I feel like I'm stuck between feeling like I have to do something and feeling like I deserve to take a break. And then I'm stuck in between thinking, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And I'm just fucking stressed and I can't think for no reason. Weird feeling. I feel like I'm close to getting to a state of balance that I feel is optimal enough to reach the stage of control that I want to reach, but still need some time. And it's so fine that I take this time. There's no need to, no need to create the type of pressure I need. The type of pressure I think I'm putting on myself to get to that. I think just the fact that I am who I am, thinking the way I think and all of that is enough. I'm going to join a membership called Urban Sports, which is 60 euros a month. I did my finances and it's fine. I'd technically be spending 120 euros a month on my physique. 58 euros into MMA classes, fighting almost twice, three times a week. And with urban sports, there's just like a bunch of classes I can take. But generally, I just want to Monday morning take a high-intensity interval class, interval training, high-intensity interval training, hit with two eyes. I can walk slower. Hit with two eyes. For 45 minutes, you change exercises. You do four rounds of seven different exercises almost, and it just gets your heart pumping like crazy. What's nice about it is that the gym that you do with them has a shower, really nice shower and really good lockers that you can lock with a bracelet that they give you when you enter. And I shower with cold water, and then I go to work on a Monday, and that's how I met Constance. Constantine, Constance. I met her two weeks ago, three weeks ago, when I did go to one of those classes as a trial. And then I felt that she was cute. And then I had a very simple conversation. Hey, are you going to join the class now? She's like, no, I'm going to be doing cycling. And I was just like, by how she talked, I felt her vibe was amazing. Then I was like, okay, awesome. I was talking to the receptionist. She was pretty confused because she is not natively German. She didn't know how to find my ID because they need to give you an ID to give you the bracelet because the bracelet costs money. So your ID acts as a deposit for the bracelet. So I spoke to the receptionist very kindly and in German. I just did a 360 for no reason. And 
I like this area that I walk through. I wonder how I describe it in writing. Ah, I wish I could show you what I could see. I wish you could live my life and I wish I could live yours. But then again, you got to live my life and I got to live yours. Is that true? I feel like it is. I don't know if it is. Anyhow, I told her goodbye and I started walking out and I got past the door. And I was like, wait. I almost ask every cute girl I see out. <laughs> Why didn't I ask this one out when I actually know that I like her energy? So I walked back super excited like after a 45 minute exercise that is just meant to increase your heart rate and after that i took a cold shower and then i saw her like i was super awake and she was like still sleepy probably um i went walked back and i told her yo what do you think about having a drink Let's do that. And she was like, yeah, very calmly, very, very calmly, actually. She's like, yeah, it's nice that you came back to ask me out on a date. And then I was like, yeah, that's stupid. Got her number. Her name is Constance Jordan. I told her, oh, I lived most of my life in Jordan. And she, like, pulled her fist to her chest, you know, the, the cha-ching move. She was like, yes. She said it so calmly, like, such a subtle and nice victory. And I was like, I definitely want to see this woman again. Doubt about it. I don't know how old she is actually. But I don't really care. I think she's brilliant and beautiful and so healthy and athletic. Excited to see her again. I saw her once. Looking forward to seeing her again. So there's a lot I want to hold on to. It's all in my being, it's all in my being, it's all in my being, it's all in my being. I feel like if I don't hold on to it, I'll lose it. I'll let go and I'll lose it. I don't want that. I want to hold on to it as if it's so important to I need to write about it, it needs to be in my book. What a draining pattern of thoughts. I wanted to talk pretty often the past while about how I've been thinking lately. I haven't been doing that. I've been talking about things that have been happening. How I've been thinking. I've been pretty self-acceptant. Still feeling like my self-esteem could use a bit of work. so hard to try to articulate how you 
think across a period of time. It's so funny how my words are just my words and your interpretation of them are just your interpretation of them. And what I think about my own words is something that I'll always only have for myself, no matter what. I've talked about this before and how I felt like I wanted to describe how I've been feeling or how I've been thinking not feeling like I've been able to. I guess my entire life story will imagine like my life gets to be documented in a way that I decide somehow to a certain degree. I get to talk about it, I get to say what I feel like I want to say, how much consciousness do I want to put into that. I get to write, I get to share my words and my ideas with the world. I really feel, and I seriously see this, how my life, whatever I do, ripples. You know, you've definitely felt it too, where you feel like an action had more than one consequence. It had a series of consequences after it. I definitely feel how I, everything that I am ripples. A smile to a stranger that I saw this morning. I walked out of this house today with flip-flops and shorts, even though it's cold, just to go to the supermarket, which is like two minutes away. And a guy, a bit chubby, a bit shorter than me, dark hair, walked past with a cigarette, and I thought he was like high-fiving me. So I raised my hand, but he didn't reach out for it. And he's like, hey, it's, is it summer already? And I was like, no, I'm just going to go to the supermarket. And I laughed, and he smiled, and he went to the supermarket. I went to the—I don't know where the fuck he went. Actually, I went to the supermarket, and I came back. But like now, before going to drinks with Hassan, where Henry Graham, I saw him in the bus on the way to see Hassan. He was getting off at the station where I was getting on, which is basically where he lives, which is almost right close to where I'm recording this right now. <clears throat> he saw me in the bus. He didn't recognize me at the beginning. I smiled him, and then he recognized me, and then he was like, oh, and I was like, yeah. And then I held his shoulder. He held mine. He had that moment, and he went, and I went. How nice is that, you know? Strangers feeling like they're bonded basically based off of fucking nothing but a joke about it being summer when it's actually still almost winter. Getting into spring. Lovely. But why not? Like, Hassan is a character. Hassan is like a political beast. Has connections with everyone everywhere. Knows what's happening. Very informed. Very good at telling stories about what's been going on. Very accepting it's also very easy he's also very easy to trust you know and it's a person that's easy to tell things to um, so it's nice <laughs> feel safe around him he's very aware very together very uh, I wouldn't say this guy is not intelligent for a second you know I think he's very intelligent and we'll see what happens like to have him on the podcast, but definitely basing tonight as a, like me drinking with him, you know, drinking in a place called Clash with a sign that says, no gods, no, I think I just focused on the no gods part because it's like, no gods, ah, so cool, 
It was like a, there was a punk rock type of bar that turned into a bar where everyone goes, and so I think it's pretty cool that that's the case. I was doing push-ups in the bar, and one of the bouncers was inside, and he was like, yo, don't do push-ups. <laughs> like, next to our table, where there were supposed to be chairs, but there wasn't, and there was, like, this other level where you can go to, which is shorter than half of my my leg, so below my knee. started doing push-ups on that, like, incline push-ups. The guy was like, you can't do push-ups here. And I looked at him while doing the push-ups. I, I smiled and I did like, I I definitely, like I counted five more push-ups after he told me not to do push-ups. And I did five push-ups. And then I stood up and I looked at him and I'm like, what's up? He's like, you can't do push-ups here. I'm like, but the science says no gods. And you're telling me I can't do push-ups? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, listen, I'm being very friendly and stuff like that. Sit the fuck down! <laughs> he said it very, he didn't say fuck, but he said it very angrily and very aggressively, like assertively. Sit down and don't do push-ups. So I looked at him at that point and I was like, my MMA spirit, you know, came out of me and I gave him that look of, if you wanna fight, I'll fuck you the fuck up. And that was just after my second beer. But of course I wouldn't fight him. So I looked at him, I'm like, I still don't understand, like, this is no gods. And you're bothered by the fact that I'm doing push-ups? He's like, yeah. And his reason was, das sieht nicht gut aus. Which means it just doesn't look good. Like, what the fuck? You're saying no God and you're telling me I can't do push-ups? Like, this place is called Clash, you know? There's this, like, open space, a punk rock, punk rock bar. Um, So much weird art. And so many weird people where everyone shares all their thoughts, and you're telling me I can't do push-ups? <laughs> so I look at them, and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and he looks at me, he's like, yeah, just sit down and do push-ups, he said it again. Sit down and sit, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Don't do push-ups. I look at him, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be friendly too, because he said the same thing, so I just repeated it to him, I reflected it back to him. He puts his hand to his chest, he's like, I'm going to be friendly, just sit down and don't do push-ups. So I put my hand on my chest, I'm like, listen, I don't agree with anything that you're saying, but out of respect, I'll sit down and not do push-ups. But I still don't agree that I don't get to do push-ups. And he's like, uh, he said something. Uh, I didn't, I don't remember it because I genuinely don't care what the fuck he said. Because at that point for me, the argument was over. I was like, I said what I needed to say. I'm not going to do the push-ups, but I don't agree with what you're saying. And I sat down next to Hassan. He said something. Really don't remember. And then he walked away. Walked outside and then come back in. Like, I was very with Hassan in that conversation. Um, very nice. Just having beer. Today we had a home office day and I didn't know how to work because I, I was at home. For me, home is like chilling. I wasn't at work, so I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what I have to do. I'm waiting for my boss to tell me what to do, and I was like, Okay. But yeah, Hassan's conversation today was nice. I'll try to write most of it down today. Raro. R-A-R-O. Small letters.
sometimes being drunk is nice. When I entered the bar, Hassan was already through like a small beer and ordered us both like large beers and then went through half of mine like in a second to catch up so that I can, you know, just let go. Sometimes we have barriers that we don't need and drinking helps with letting go of that. feel really close to being the type of person that I need to be. Will I always feel that forever or will I fucking grow out of that feeling and be like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what, I don't give a what, 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 have work tomorrow, gotta wake up at like 7 in the morning, love it, gave Hassan like 60% of my week, never did that in my life before, but hey, it is what it is, and he's leaving Berlin in two weeks, in ten days actually, next Saturday. <sighs> love it. Love it, love it, love it. Wish I could share more of my thoughts. Who the fuck knows what my thoughts are when all you can hear are my words? Fuck this world. My roommate isn't home. What's up? What's up? I wish I could show you guys my life. Wish I could show you what I see when I see it and what I think about what I see when I see it. As if that's worth fucking anything. It's only worth what I can create in a way that engages people in an unexpected way that convinces them to pay enough to actually fucking read about it. My idea of what's important in the world distilled and shared with this world. Fuck the world. Honestly, man, it's the only thing, like, how am I supposed to distill my experience into the fewest words possible in a way that makes absolute sense to most people who read it? Isn't that the question of intelligence? Continuance? How is something going to continue as much as possible? How are the biggest companies going to continue making as much money as possible? How is everything going to continue? Living, fucking, breathing. It's all about continuous. And why did I continuance? And why did I get to the conclusion that everything just needs to continue? I don't know. When I got to that, it happened when I was writing the book, and I was like, "Yeah, continuance. That's what the universe is trying to do. Continual representation of itself, always and forever. Always, always and forever." Fuck working from home. I don't want to do it again. Ah! Continuous representation. Apple, Amazon, Facebook. All they want to do is continue continuing. And they rep-
they represent a intelligent, a intelligent, intelligent process. And as much as they can represent intelligence, they get to exist statistically wise. Ah, life. Trust the universe and move in as much as an intelligent manner as you can, because that's literally all the fuck you can do. But I want more control. I want more control over this fucking shit, because fuck this. I should have more control. Hoorah. Then I throw away my control for the sake of boredom and being bored and being bored. Ah! This is going to be an episode and I'm going to upload it now.